This is the Dr. Nicolia Show, where we discuss life goals, mindset blocks that prevent you from living your purpose, and have fun while doing it. All for a better mind, a better life, and a better you. Hello, and welcome back to another Transformational Tuesday with me, your show host, Dr. Nicolia. Today, we're going to talk about motivation because contrary to popular belief, motivation is not something that you can just check off your to-do list, say you did it, and go about your merry-go-jolly way. Motivation is something that has to be consistently renewed every single day. Motivation is literally one of the best tools that you can have in your tool belt because it gives you that natural momentum that you need to keep showing up fully for your goals. The problem is we often self-sabotage with our motivation. So today I want to talk about the different ways that we get in our own way and more importantly, how we can avoid them. So the first way that you self-sabotage your own motivation is by inconsistency. Think about it. If you're constantly changing your mind with your goals and how you work after your goals and how you show up for your goals, that result is also going to play out in reality. You can't randomly work on your goals and expect large results. Goals require for you to show up when they're easy. Goals require for you to show up when they're hard. Goals require for you to show up all the time. So the best thing you can do when working on your goal is not be inconsistent, but to actually consistently work on your goals. So take some time to think about how can you show up consistently? Does that mean you need to shift your calendar? Does that mean you need to make room for it? Does that mean you need an accountability partner? What do you need to consistently show up to your goals? Because when you do, again, that motivation and that momentum naturally builds and increases. The next way we self-sabotage our own motivation is our mindset. Let's be honest. Our world is a reflection of our thoughts. And so if you're struggling with believing in yourself and you have limiting beliefs that you've adopted as reality and you constantly play these limiting beliefs and negative thinking over and over in your head, you'd have to be a fool to believe that that somehow doesn't impact your motivation. Think about it. Let's say you're like, all right, I'm going to write a book. I'm so motivated. I'm pumped up to write a book. But every time you sit down and do it, in the back of your mind, you're like, I'm not a really good writer. Nobody's going to want to read this. How do you think that's going to impact you with showing up for your goals? The reality is our life is a reflection of our thoughts. So the best way to maintain your motivation is to actually shift your thinking to a more positive focus, okay? When you focus on the good things in life, when you focus on the things that you're doing well in life, it actually gives you that positive energy, which helps to increase that motivation. So one thing that I've done is I've started affirming myself. So the thing is we use affirmations all the time, but against us, right? We all say, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not smart enough. But what if you shifted those affirmations to work in your favor? So I am good enough. I am smart enough. I am confident. I am strong. I am going to make a difference. When you affirm yourself with it, in the beginning, it'll feel a little bit off. It'll feel a little bit weird. It may even feel like you're lying. But the more you affirm yourself with positive affirmations, the more your your actions and decisions and patterns and thoughts align with that. And then it reflects in your life. And you'll notice that motivation and that momentum increasing as well. The next way we self-sabotage is trying to do too much at once. Now, I'm going to be real. This is one that I'm really guilty of because let's be honest, we're all busy. We all have our attention being pulled in a million different directions. I know how busy the world is. You know how busy it is. And while we may have really big goals, life is more than just our goal, right? We still have other responsibilities that we have to show up for, our nine to five, our children, our spouse, just other things. And so it's difficult 
to try to multitask. But a lot of us accept that we need to do that. We think that that's the only way that we can get things done. When in reality, multitasking is actually the thing that's going to prevent you from showing up fully. Research actually says when you try to multitask that you teach your brain to underperform almost at a level so low that you're operating at like an eight-year-old level. Now, Eight-year-olds are pretty cool, but I don't know about you. I don't want an eight-year-old controlling the direction and success I have with my goals. So the quickest way to kill your motivation is actually to multitask. The more effective way to gain your motivation, increase your motivation, is to start working on one thing at a time. And here's the thing. You don't have to take your big elephant-sized goal and expect to have that done overnight. You can take it one step at a time, one simple step at a time, and each little bit of each little step actually gets you closer to the goal. My pastor always says, right foot, left foot, right foot, left foot. That's how we walk, one step at a time. And that's the same way we need to approach our goals so that we can maintain that momentum and motivation and not instead get burned out and frustrated. Um, The next way that we self-sabotage is not having a strong why. Here's the thing, when, uh, a lot of times when I work with women that have like really big goals, we talk about them and I don't always hear like excitement. So when we dig deep, I ask them like, why aren't you excited? And then I realize that a lot of times our goals are, are arbitrary or they're set for somebody else. We set a goal of going back to college because our parents wanted us to, or we set a goal of doing this great big project because our boss told us to, or we stay at our job and set a goal that we're gonna be happy about it even though we're miserable. Whatever it may be, you cannot set goals for other people because that is never going to give you a strong oomph, that strong drive behind it. You need to set goals that are not only not arbitrary, you need to set goals that are specific, but goals that apply to you. And then you want to attach a strong reason why you're going after that goal to begin with. So I remember writing my first book and honestly, I was a busy single mom balancing grad school full-time, a full-time job, a part-time job, and just balancing a lot. So needless to say, I was extremely exhausted, but this goal meant a lot to me. And the reason why was because I wanted to leave a legacy for my daughters. So the neat thing is my why actually gave me motivation. So every morning that my alarm clock would go up, go off at 5 a.m. and I'd be exhausted and I didn't want to get up and I didn't want to write, I would remember that me showing up and writing this book was so much bigger than me and my feelings. It was about leaving a legacy for my daughters. And then in turn, when I started realizing I was impacting people's lives, then my why got even bigger. So it gave me motivation. It gave me that drive that I needed to keep showing up for my goals. When we set arbitrary goals or goals that have nothing to do with anything or a goal for somebody else, you're never just naturally going to find that motivation. But when you set a goal that gives you that excitement, that enthusiasm, it hooks you and draws you in and entices you then that's when you're going to have that motivation. So think of the why behind the reason you're setting the goal. The next way we self-sabotage and get in our own way is comparing ourselves to other people. Social media can be great, right? But social media can also be a trap. When we get on social media, we get to see everyone else's highlight reels. And before you know it, you're questioning if you're good enough. You're comparing your step one to somebody else's step 10. And then you have this horrible gut feeling that you're not doing enough. Or you have this horrible gut feeling that you're not good enough. And then before you know it, you're ready to throw in the towel with your entire goal. The best thing you can do is commit to being better than you were yesterday. I always tell my clients that the only person we should compare ourselves to is our former self, right? So think about it. 
If you work on being 1% better every single day, that's that small step we were talking about. If you work on being 1% better every single day for a year, and you look back to a year beforehand, you're 365% better than you were the year before. Now, if that doesn't motivate you and excite you, I don't know what will. But basically, the premise is stop comparing yourself to somebody else who you don't even know the full picture, right? But compare yourself to yourself and figure out how you can be better than yourself. You know, the saying goes like the grass is greener on the other side. We know we all believe the grass is greener over there, right? But the reality is the grass is greener where you water it and take care of it. So instead of comparing yourself to your neighbor's grass and focusing your attention and your time on your neighbor's grass, focus your attention and time on your grass, water it, and work on being better every single day. And you'll notice that that motivation will naturally come. I remember that there was this meme that I saw and I'm going to do my best to describe it because there's not really like a picture but I want you to imagine two people swimming in a swimming pool lane and um, we know each person is in their own lane and they're competing to get to the finish line and one person is focused on the finish line and the other person is focused on the person the other person. Who do you think is going to get to the finish line first? The person that is focused on the finish line is going to get there because they're not worried about what anyone else is doing. This is so important when we're constantly comparing ourselves to other people. We can't even focus and put our attention, the right deserve, the rightly deserved ten- attention onto what we need to do. So don't focus on somebody on social media. Don't focus on some celebrity. Focus on you and ask yourself every day, am I getting better than where I was yesterday? And if the answer is yes, then you're moving in the right direction and you'll continue to move in that right direction. And as you notice that progress you make, whether big, medium, or or small, you'll notice that that motivation also starts to match that as well. Finally, the last way that we self-sabotage our motivation and therefore our success is we fail to rest and recharge. And I'm just going to raise my hand. I'm another one that's guilty of this part, okay? The quickest route to burnout is trying to do and be everything for everyone, right? Trying to show up and be all the places. It will feel good in the beginning that you feel like you got a lot accomplished, but eventually you'll be on the brink of burnout super quick. And so it's important that instead of burning yourself, you know, burning the candle at both ends and quickly running out of energy and becoming less and less motivated, that you choose to instead prioritize self-care and rest and recharging. You'll notice that you'll feel more excited and you'll notice your motivation increasing. I read this amazing book called Sabbath Keeping. And in the book, she talked about, she's a pastor's wife. Um, The book is by, oh, I can't remember. Last name is Bab. B-A-A-B. But in the book, she talked about how she had to take a day off every week to honor the Sabbath. And at first she was so exhausted because she was a mom and she's helping her husband run this church and how exhausted she was. But what she found was that the more she rested, the more she could show up for her goals. Even if you do research, if you look at Chick-fil-A and McDonald's, McDonald's is open 24-7 you know, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Chick-fil-A is not. Chick-fil-A isn't even open at all on a Sunday. And if you compare a McDonald's location to a Chick-fil-A location, Chick-fil-A always outsells and outearns McDonald's, like hands down by far. And that just shows the value of taking time off to rest, to recharge, to regroup, because then you can approach the task better. And what you'll notice when you rest and when you recharge, then you're able to dive in with more motivation. One thing that I do on my self-care Saturdays, I always try to incorporate some self-care on Saturdays, and I do incorporate Sabbath Sundays 
I do tapping. I'm not sure if you're familiar with tapping, but EFT tapping is emotional freedom tapping, which allows you to tap on different meridian points inside of your body. And those meridian points help to release negative and toxic energy. And it's funny because when you're tapping the first round, you're tapping out negative thoughts, right? And so I always feel tired. I feel exhausted. And that's the energy that we carry around with us throughout the day. And then when I go back in and I'm tapping in positive positivity and positive suggestions and positive affirmations, I feel so pumped up, so high vibe and so energetic. And so that's something that I do for self-care because then that increases my energy, which in turn increases my motivation. And I always, always love it. If you are at all interested in doing a tapping session with me, feel free to find me on social media and DM me like ASAP. I'm Nicolia Williams across the board and we can schedule a tapping session. It is literally life changing. I just did it with a client this morning and she was like, I have never felt better in my life because we're removing all of those like toxins that are just holding us up, keeping us locked up, keeping us trapped and replacing it with positive energy that gives us that drive and motivation and momentum to really show up as our full selves and our goals. Here's the thing. Motivation, again, is one of the best things that you can have in your repertoire. When you need that momentum to show up for your goals, you got to make sure that you have motivation. But like I said, motivation isn't something that you can do once and then expect to have forever. It's something that has to be renewed every day. And that starts with committing to healthy habits that are going to allow for motivation and removing negative habits that are impeding the motivation that you need. So this is why I share these different factors, these different self-sabotage techniques that we incorporate because I don't want anything in the way of you showing up for the success that you desire and deserve. So I'm going to challenge you today to commit to changing one of these, right? I'm not expecting you to wake up tomorrow and have all of these things handled. I'm not even expecting you to do it consistently for seven days. You may have moments where you fall back and moments where you pick up. We're creatures of habit. That's normal. But what I'm going to ask you to do is commit to at least one to two of these consistently. So maybe for you, it's committing to resting and recharging. Maybe for you, it's committing to really holding tight to your why and keeping that in the forefront of your mind so you're operating from that place. Maybe for you, it's just being more consistent. Whatever it is, I'm going to ask that you show up and be consistent with at least two of these things, one to two of these things. And then I want you to keep doing it regularly. Even if you have a setback where you're not consistent one day or you have a setback and you didn't practice self-care one day, that's okay. Guess what? Each day is a fresh new start. Wake up, start again, and commit to being consistent with your goals. Commit to doing the things and developing the habits that you need to be consistent with your goals. And you'll notice that that motivation shows up and then in turn, you show up for your goals like never before. So that's what I have for you guys today. I am so excited to see the motivation that comes from you committing and making these small changes that create huge results. So I let me know how it goes and I will chat with you guys next Tuesday. Bye guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Dr. Nicolia show today. If you enjoyed this episode or learned something new, I want to hear all about it. Your words and your feedback add so much value to this show. So here are three additional ways you can continue to support. First, leave a review. Your feedback helps me to show up and support you at a greater level. Two, share, share, share. If you loved today's episode, take a screenshot or highlight your favorite quote that stood out to you and share it on your social media account. Be sure to tag me at Nicolia Williams. I love seeing you guys engaging in all your takeaways. Plus, every time you share this with someone, it gives you a chance to let them also enjoy the show as well. 
Three, be sure to subscribe so you never miss a single episode. I'll see you next week for another amazing episode of The Dr. Nicolia Show.